0: It was in our postulancy house in Harlem, and uh, Father Glenn, he was like the, the superior there, and he tells a story. He said that one, one, night, one night, real late at night, this postulant, is like new to the community, comes in, he's like, Father Glenn, Father Glenn. You got, like, he woke him up, he's like, it's like middle of the night, like 2, 2 a.m. or something. He's like, Father Glenn, someone's doing someone's doing witchcraft outside the friary. And he's oh. like, what the heck, yeah. So he goes out there, and he's in our chapel, or next to our chapel, there's like like apartment buildings. And you kind of look from the winding window and you can see into someone's apartment building. And like this lady, she's like, she's like mumbling and like, hum, 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 and, like rocking back and forth, like hum, hum, has her eyes closed like this. And she's doing something with her hands. Like, it looks like she's like moving something with her hands. And then Father Glenn just like looks and he's like, what? And he just like, he like grabs the posture, like, get out of here. It's like, it was, it was, it was a lady that was listening to music and eating uh chicken like this. <laughs> <laughs> So she was just like she was like like bobbing her head to the music, like mm <laughs>
1: sooner catholic podcast hey this week is is pretty special uh i have as always my my sidekick my partner in crime trevor barecca but we're also joined today by my brother from halfway across the country brother dominic mary what up you guys good good afternoon
0: thanks alex it's good to be here it
1: is isn't it it's so good it's been like the best week ever
0: so when we
2: talk about sidekick have you guys seen like the Batman movies? The sidekick is always the one with the worst costume, so I don't know what that means here, but
1: also like a little bit smaller, typically. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's off. Lesser in this responsibility. Case, you know oh, my... uh, hey, I didn't my, want to point those my, things out. Less in charge
2: of saving the world, so I'll leave that to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, you
1: no, <laughs> okay. So yeah, last night was so good. I've absolutely loved it. As we as we talk a little bit about last night. um, yeah, I wanted to, to ask you, Trevor, What what's something from last night that, that stood out?
2: Something that stood out to me from last night? <clears throat> well, okay, so I have a few thoughts. One is just, um, it was really cool to hear your story, particularly with Mary, just because like, uh, my own kind of journey with Mary is that like, I've gone through different um, points in the relationship, but a lot of it has largely been like, intellectually, I'm, I'm convicted that like, her role in the church, it, like, makes sense, and it makes sense, like... All of the arguments for why Mary is a part of the faith make sense, and even to the point that it's like enough that it's led me to like desire to pray the Rosary most days, or like, you know, um, uh, done the consecration a few times, or read True Devotion. But you know, I've done a lot of the things yeah. to form the mind with it, but I still feel like I struggle sometimes, feeling like that same connectedness with her um, that I feel with the Lord. Which, uh, again, obviously, kind of the whole goal is that she points me back to Jesus. But um, yeah, just honestly, I don't, I don't have that same level and so it was really cool to like hear your story of it um, just to make it real outside of the context of like the arguments you know like, like no this is just yeah. a real testament of Mary's intervention in my life the second thing that's which I'm sure we can talk about that but the second thing that really stood out to me too is our team has been talking a lot about the gospel just like you know how do we receive the gospel like how is it good news to us in our life how do we share that good news with others and something like that Carrie actually pointed out when we were talking about your talk this morning she was like did you guys realize that he like presented the gospel, but it wasn't in a way that like probably anyone would have like listened to it and just been like, Oh yeah, right there. That's when he did it, you know? And we were talking about that in the context of like doing it organically, like in our life, just as the witness of like who God is to us. And so that was really cool. Like, as we were talking about that, cause I was like, dang, you're right. I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. And now, but now I see it, you know? And I was like wondering why I felt like moved to like, this is a real story of God's grace. This is real like testimony of, um, um, who God is. Um, and it now, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was why. So, no, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Thank
1: you. It's good. So good. Um, and, yeah, I was going to say there was just, like, yeah, there, I shared sure last night, but there's just parts in there that really hit, like, my heart with motherhood and, like, just the way that you would talk about Mary that, yeah, I've, I know that I just desire um, just, like, that kind of depth of experience of, like, love and being cared for, and, like, safety, and security, and closeness, and so, it's just really good, it's just such a good witness, and I loved it, Um yeah, I wanted to ask you, like, I know you, you had, there's a lot you you could have said or wanted to say, like, what are some other things that maybe came to mind, or that you didn't get to share, that you wanted to share, mm. things you wanted to follow up with?
0: I mean, one practical thing, I, I definitely wanted to end with uh, just some practical ways to... To kind of tips for praying the rosary because I know so many people are like struggle and I know even like even some friars and hmm. priests and missionary whatever like the rosary can be challenging at times like oh it's it's very hard maybe I fall asleep maybe it's like it's like maybe boring or, or this that, and the other so so the, the three tips I kind of came to mind when I was preparing the talk were first is just like to begin um, to begin just like with anything um, basketball let's say. You know, uh, any sport, any musician, when you first start, it's, it may be a little clunky. It may be a little awkward. It may be like, okay, maybe it's even hard to, like, just move the beast in my fingers and say the prayers at the same time. And the next step is, like, try to think about the mysteries. There's a lot going on, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the art of prayer <clears throat> takes time, just like anything else, to kind of enter into it. And obviously, it's it's all a gift from God. But it does take time to, to become accustomed to the way of prayer, particularly the rosary. Um so the first one would be to begin, and the second thing would be to persevere, because um, I think perseverance is key in general as Christians, but particularly in prayer. And um, yeah, and the Rosary is not a very flashy prayer. You don't mm. a lot of times you don't get the good feelings, or you know the big images, or this that, and the other. It could see very calm and quiet, um, but to persevere, because I think the fruits of the Rosary are are what actually come forth um, in my own life and I think in a lot of people's lives is like maybe during the prayer it, not much is happening but you realize afterwards oh, I'm more peaceful or oh, more joyful or oh, more patient mm-hmm. you start to become like Jesus and the fruits from that prayer um, aren't necessarily experienced in the prayer but maybe afterwards so <laughs> perseverance is key especially in times of dryness or difficulty or struggle
1: yeah it's good
0: So those are just two just brief little practical things I I wanted to put in onto the end, but Hmm. I forgot about it. Yeah.
2: I I feel like in my experience of praying the rosary too, like, um, yeah, that really resonated with me. What you're just saying about the thing about persevering and not experiencing it immediately, but like after is, um, yeah, sometimes praying it, I definitely like struggle a lot with the distraction and just, you know, thinking and. Mm. Um, not being able to enter into the mystery. Practically speaking, I've found that when I pray it out loud, I've always am more yeah. entered into it than when I pray in my head. That's that's just tough, which it's tough because if I'm in the chapel or, you know, whatever, sometimes I don't want to disturb people. But um, even, like, now when I'm in the car, like, I always try to pray it out loud as opposed to my head because I'm like, no, like, I want to, like, really get into this. Yeah. But what you're saying about not experiencing the fruits during it, I think that that is true, but... Um, yeah, it is beautiful what you're saying. Like, But a lot of times the fruit is outside because that's just kind of true of prayer in general. Like a lot of times you may not always feel peace. You know, sometimes you do. But um, if we're able to like dig in and really allow God to transform our hearts in that, I think a lot of times it's almost like it's in his invitation to be like, do you trust that this thing is good? Even if, mm-hmm. because just because I've said it is good, right. you know? Um, and the rosary is definitely that for me where like, I've had many times that I was like praying for someone or something that like in the moment I didn't hear anything or maybe even like for a week and then all of a sudden like something happens. I'm like, all right, God, like I can clearly see that I was asking you to help me to see the efficacy of this or like even that it's, you know, good and like beautiful. And like now in this moment, I see the fruit of it when I couldn't have originally. Mm -hmm. So that that really stood out to me. Mm -hmm. I like that.
0: No, that's a good point. And I think. I think, too, it's helpful when praying the rosary to, to allow it to, to kind of mold to a circumstance or a situation. The, the rosary mm. can be super dynamic. I mean, for me personally, it fits basically every, mm. I've seen every season of my spiritual life. Like, sometimes I'm just so distracted. My mind's racing. I'm tired. I'm stressed. So just moving my fingers and saying the words, mm. my mind's not necessarily engaged, but I'm that's my prayer at the moment. And then sometimes I'm called to a little bit more silence uh, and and stillness and simplicity in my prayer so like the images there's no images there's no like thoughts and the mm-hmm. Hail Mary just become like a background tone to just resting with the Lord so it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be a busyness of thoughts and meditation it could it could be a very kind of quiet and contemplative prayer as well <clears throat> a lot of in the Eastern Church they have a, a tradition of the Jesus prayer where it's basically yes. monks would say the the Jesus prayer over and over again basically the thought the idea is like okay yeah this prayer it gives your intellect, your mind, something to chew on while you can enter into your heart so your mind's not you know, racing on other things. Yeah. So your mind can kind of cling to this one thing of the Hail Mary prayer while your heart is able to just receive or to rest. Because um, mm. so often our mind's so busy, even if it's meditation. Sometimes our mind's just jumping from this, that, and the other. But to really rest in a contemplative posture, I found the rosary to be very helpful in, in that aspect of prayer as well. Yeah. And then obviously it could be medit- meditation, like simple, like, uh, the same way you do lexio or nation meditation yeah. where images or thoughts come mm-hmm. to your mind and you kind of just ponder them. Mm-hmm. So I found all three of those helpful the vocal the meditation and the contemplation can mm-hmm. fit in the context of the yeah. rosary yeah. depending yeah. on where you're led in the moment.
1: That's actually really beautiful. Yeah. So good. I I feel I feel like yeah, both inspired and like a little bit equipped to like like I, I I'm like I feel a conviction of that um yeah that I I want to start the rosary, like somehow, some way in my life, and what what's coming to mind as you're like it's adaptable to the circumstance. And Trevor saying praying out loud, I'm like, yeah. I I wonder if I if I might be able to start like walks here in the office when I get to the morning, like walks down like down to the real field, and and take my rosary and, and pray out loud because it's like that. That's like a time that I'm able to do it. It's a space that I'm able to do it. Like it's a place that I can do it and I can pray out loud. Um, and it's, it's it feels like it might be more, like, um, like a place to begin for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. i inspired for that.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, I'd be curious to hear too, uh, just from your own experience with the rosary and Mary, like, um, how has like Mary kind of, um, helped guide you? Like how, like in your life as a disciple, like how has your relationship with her, I guess, like formed your desire to be intimate with Jesus, to trust Jesus? Mm. Like, you know, cause, uh, again, I, I think it's just cool, like, knowing your devotion to Mary, it would be, here to, like, cool to hear your own experience of that mm-hmm. in your life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah,
0: no, thank you. It's really interesting. Um. <clears throat> yeah, like I, I mentioned in my talk, the Blessed Mother has just been very integral into my relationship with God, and, and I think it's very unique, and, and God speaks to us very uniquely in different ways. To some people, it may be, like, through scriptures, to some people it may be... You know, different things stand out to us. And for me I've just found the way that I receive the love of, of God, it's mediated through the Blessed Mother. Mm. Like when I just imagine her face or her presence and I'm just like rest in that, immediately my soul is like kind of consoled and I experience the presence of God in that. Mm. And there's a rest and there's a security. <clears throat> so in each of us is a particular um, Jesus is alive in each of us in a very particular way, in a very unique way. Um, in the way that Jesus is alive alive in us, in the way that, that we relate to the Father, will be part of Jesus' public life or His passion or His mm-hmm. resurrection. It could be different parts of His life. So, a lot of times when I pray, so when we pray, we we always pray in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Jesus is praying in us mm-hmm. to the Father. So we we are Jesus in that sense. So when we enter into prayer we're entering through through Jesus. And so for me the, the devotion to the Blessed Mother it is it centers me on the as is, is Jesus in me that's drawn to the Blessed Mother. It's Jesus in me that loves the Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus in me whenever he would look at his mother when he's a kid and just and love her, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that helps me to 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 learn how to to be like Jesus in his early childhood, but also throughout his public ministry. Mm-hmm. And I've just found, yeah, the um, the Rosary in particular, um, mm-hmm. each of the mysteries, yeah, just entering in and and just receiving, um, yeah, the, the the particular mystery and to mm-hmm. how that applies to my to my life at the time, or just sitting with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely how I kind of learned how to pray and, and how to. It's a very simple kind of structure for me and it was good to just kind of dig deeper into
1: it yeah yeah that's beautiful dude it's always it's just like so good to hear you speak on it it's just like so refreshing like Trevor said it's like apart from the teachings and like the the arguments on it, it's just such a good witness to, to Mary and the rosary it's just so yeah. good it's just so good to hear
2: yeah
1: yeah I was gonna ask do you in terms of like meditating on a mystery like do you have a um, a favorite mystery that seems fruitful for you or a, like a yeah like a any any particular like even like set um, like the, the joyful sorrowful any particular one that you feel most um, drawn to
0: there's different different seasons throughout the year different things going on in my life but I think most prominently and most um, yeah the one that sticks out the most uh, often is the sorrowful mysteries. I knew you were yeah. going to say sorrowful sorrowful
1: definitely why is that why is that I don't
0: know I mean I think the mystery of suffering is so real, and I think, yeah, the, the more that I kind of meditate on Jesus' suffering, it just makes, it brings light to my own life, my own struggles, my own suffering, and I find, I find grace in that.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Dang. You got a favorite? <laughs> the, the crucifixion has been, been one out of the... Really? Sort
1: of the sorrow, sorrow, yeah. That's, the dang.
0: Número cinco.
1: Cinco. Um, always loved the, the visitation. Really? Was, yeah. That's always one that came to mind. I, oh. I think because of... You're John the Baptist. I jumping think... in the room. <laughs> Leaping for joy. I think, why why there's, I think there's something there about... Um, just, just like unpacking of like, what did that mean for Mary to love Elizabeth in the way that she did? It's like, I feel like I've thought about that so much. I'm like It's such a mystery of like, like you see this, this call... It's like so important, but then to to like to stop in the middle of it to go visit, like to make haste to go and to visit, um, like someone in need to be with them, to greet them, like to bless them, to be received by them, for someone to proclaim like the like the good news over you, and just like that whole mystery is like so, yeah, it's just amazing. I, I, I'm always like, gosh, I don't I don't understand the love there, but I want to. So that's kind yeah. of been the one that comes to mind. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, what about you? <laughs>
2: yeah, for me, I was. It's funny. I was like, man, which one for me? <laughs> I, it's kind of funny. I, I I don't know if I would have been able to pinpoint it unless someone asked me. But I started thinking about it. Like, I feel like I'm always drawn to um, the Nativity. I so love just, the Nativity. Yeah. <laughs> have you Have you guys watched
1: The Chosen? Yes. So oh, you know what I'm about to say. Tonight we're about to watch it. Oh, I've seen I, some episodes of that. I don't think I, it's like the prequel of it, right? Like that little well, scene. Well, so there
2: is a prequel, but but in season two, uh, there's an episode which like, they're sitting around a campfire waiting for Jesus to return from like a day of like, he's like Heal. healing and yes. stuff like that. And Mary's describing like, her encounter with mm-hmm. Jesus at, at his birth, like in the nativity. And dude, like, I literally can't watch that scene without crying. Like, because mm-hmm. it's just so like, y- y- so tender the way that she describes like, yeah, like he was cold and
0: like he mm. needed me and like just the description yeah, of
2: like God's decision, right. To enter into poverty, mm. like, and to enter into like a place in which like his creation would be able to minister and serve him like in a way that like he, you know, was, was dependent upon, right. I, I get, I'm playing fast and loose theologically, but you know what I'm saying? In that mm-hmm. moment, right. in his human nature, like it's just so beautiful to meditate upon like how anyone would choose that for themselves, mm. you know, out of love for someone, um, so that, that yeah. whole mystery has just really like continued to, to, um, to, yeah, to just motivate like my desire to be, to be more into, like, um, wed to Jesus, like to mm-hmm. allow my life to be, mm-hmm. to be more united to him. And I don't know. Yeah. It's and, a
0: good one. It's a good mystery.
2: Yeah. And I think, and I think part of my desire too is I'm like, man, like I just hear about all these like Marian apparitions and like every time it's like, pray the rosary, pray the rosary, like Fatima, pray the rosary Fatima, amen, man, pray for, the conver- for the conversion of the world. I'm just like, man. Like, what am I doing if I'm just like not believing that I need to do this? No, you know, like no. I'm always like. like
0: the Blessed Mother came to Earth, and she trying to tell us pray the Rosary, <laughs> and I'm still, <laughs> and I'm still falling asleep. I'm like, I'm
1: still, Googling other ways, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think
2: if you haven't, if you haven't actually like, uh, for, for for you, faithful listener, if you haven't heard much about the story of Fatima, beautiful like story to to, to research and to like. Kind of hear the ways in which again this, these are all these like both Marian apparitions, Eucharistic mm-hmm. miracles. just so cool to see like God's like grace at mm-hmm. moments, just like bubbling up, so that we can like see it. So real. Yeah, but that but that just is so convicting to me. Right when I return to these times where I feel like it's stale, there's a quote, and you guys you might know who it's from, where it's like let the monotony of the rosary, like, cleanse you of the monotony of your sins or something like it that. it be Fulton Sheen. Is it Fulton I think you're right. I think it's Fulton machine. Nice, though. And you're like...
0: <laughs> he, or, 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 I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be Jose Maria so. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But you're like,
2: oh, dang. Because that's uh, everyone's yeah. first complaint. Like, oh, it's like monotonous. It's like, yes, dang. what are you, no, I,
0: love, I love just, like, Googling, like, Saint quotes on the rosary. Really? But, I, we don't have internet, but I used to. <laughs> But he like, just gets you fired <laughs> up. It's like good. Awesome Dang.
1: I, I feel like w- one of the main grays I'm walking away with, like, from the talk, from the podcast, is, is, like, it reminds me truly of, like, a few years ago. I was talking to a spiritual director, and he was having me describe each person of the Trinity and how I saw them, how I related to them. And he was like, you know what, Alex, it seems to me like you relate to Jesus like a, like a model. Like you, like, you just want to, like, follow him and imitate him from a distance. He just seems like a like a standard of how to live as a son, how to how to be a disciple, how to be faithful, how to be fruitful, but like not as a person. Like he was like and he was just honest with me, and I was like, yeah, I think you're right. Like I like I try to model my life after him in that sense, but it's not like he's not the source and the summit. He's just the source, you know. And it's like I think that's that's kind of what what came out of that spiritual direction. And so I started to like begin a journey of like who is Jesus as a person and and who is he in my life and what does it mean to have a relationship with him? What does that look like in my life? And I feel like the same kind of, that same kind of journey has been with like, same thing with Mary like over the past few months. Like it's been kind of stagnant, but I've known, I've gotten to that same point where I'm like, man, I feel like Mary for me is like a, a model, like a case study of like docility and flexibility and like openness and receptivity and like obedience. And like all of those just like good, really good buzzwords. But like the, the reality of her being a person and, and that, and her her motherhood, like meeting a desire in my heart, and her motherhood being necessary for like a growing discipleship with Jesus. Also, it's like a very new thing, and it's a very real thing. But I leave walking like from the testimony from now, from last night. Like I, I, I want to know Mary as a person, and I think mm-hmm. the Rosary is like, it's like it's the way it seems. So, um, come on. Anyways, that's for me. Come on. You guys have any any last things that come to mind? I
0: saw your question about the discipleship, something just came to mind, yeah, and when Alex was talking, when we think of discipleship, yeah, we want to, we want to become like Jesus, like, that's, like, the goal, like, to be Jesus, to imitate him, to, it says it's enough that the disciple become, like, his master, right, that's what Jesus says, so, like, how do you, like, imitate anyone, or how do you become like anyone, you just watch everything they do, you watch them so closely, every little thing, it's like, what kids do to their fathers, and I think that's that's what we're called to do, and that's all the rosary is. You're just you're every day, you're over and over and over again. You're just watching Jesus. You're, you're mm. meditating on what He does. How does He act? How does He go about? In my own life, I, I like to you know put specific virtues to ask for in each mystery. Like maybe I'm struggling with meekness. Okay, like Jesus, the Son of God, was like mocked and and beaten and and laughed at and spit upon, but He didn't like lash back. He didn't like try to defend Himself. He was meek in this crowning of thorns. Like okay, like I'm gonna look at that, and in each of the mysteries, there's a particular lesson. Or mm-hmm. John Paul II calls the Rosary like the school of Mary, like the school of, and where we learn virtue. And hmm. so yeah, that your question of discipleship popped into my head. And so mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh,
1: I want to get schooled. Want to get?
0: Wanna get <laughs> schooled.
2: Hey, you're about to involve. <laughs> by, by oh five minutes. My. <laughs> hey y'all. Uh,
1: yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brother Dominic, for being with us. You know that I love you with all my heart. Trevor, you know I love you with all my heart. Not to get overly emotional, but I also <laughs> I also love it. Love y'all. I love you, faithful listener. Love you too, man. Whoever you might be. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon on the podcast.
2: Sooner. So funny. Wait, <laughs> so <laughs> did, the, did the guy know, or he just was being
0: dumb? No, he thought he thought it, no, he thought it was really like some sort of ritual, <laughs> and his lady like.
2: I thought you read that he... must have that she was praying the rosary. Oh, like, I know, know I, like, I thought so
1: too. She's eating like... chicken, rocking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was some meals, but not chicken, especially not at 2 a.m. it's uh, games, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Weird things happen in the city, man.
2: That, that can't be the weirdest thing. No,
1: it's not. No, no, no way. Man.